You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. So, Ethan, I have some good news and some bad news. The bad news is we're stuck on a desert island for the rest of our lives, and we're probably going to die. Yeah, that's not good news. No. The good news is, is that we get to bring our favorite content and listen to it there. All right, well, that's that's something. Yeah. It's our Desert Island episode. Yeah, it's the Desert Island episode. Welcome. Cue the music. <laughs> oh, wait, we already had it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we wanted to talk about our Desert Island content. Sometimes they, people just do it like Desert Island, Island albums, but we figured, let's talk about it all. Now, where where is this desert? we got to get specific here. Oh, that's good question are we are we in the american desert which would be i guess like well, the um like nevada yeah but i don't think that's an island i feel like it, needs oh, to it has be to be a island. desert island yeah so where where are we desert island in? i don't know but maybe I'm, we're, I not, we're s- not good enough at geography to figure this no, out. no i want to say it's a tropical place where a tropical desert tropical desert okay yeah so like if you go like too far into the island Bam, desert. But we get to chill on the on the tropical part. So Maybe like, we have to sleep in the desert part, uh-huh. like in Bedouin tents. But then during the day, we get to just chill out at the beach. Okay, so we're in Israel, and we're kind of by... Yeah, that kind of works. Near, and we're near uh, some water, some... Uh, man, An geography. oasis, maybe. Okay. So wait, there is... So are there palm trees here? Yeah, why not? So there's palm trees, there's cacti. They're is that how that works? Palm trees and cacti are in the same place? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Um, but this is a... This I, is, I, we're making up our own desert I, I guess. But because... Not? Well, if we're in the desert, though... Yeah. There's there's no water. There wouldn't be water. Yeah. So that kind of... That, that Unless it's sense. the oasis, because there's oasis. Is it... Oasis... Oasis-i? Oasis-i. Okay. Oasin. What's the plural of oasis? Oh. Oasis-i. Oasin. There are oasises, oasises in deserts, and those uh-huh. have water and trees and plants and vegetation. Okay, so we're we're stranded. Yep. For the rest of our lives. Yeah. And now, do we have electricity? See, this is the this is where it gets tricky. I because, think we have to have electricity because yeah, a lot of the stuff we want to bring is going to require electricity. Because years ago. I remember, like, this question was, like, three things you bring to a desert island. And, like, two of them were books. One, maybe one of them was a book. Like, two of them made sense, and then the other one was Xbox. I'm like, where are you going to plug that in? And if you're going to have an Xbox, you're going to have a TV. You have to have you a know? TV. So you're going to have all these other things. Yeah. So we're going to make believe right. that we have electricity on this desert we island. We have electricity. We have the various devices required to play the content that we bring. What if we didn't have it? What if we actually were stranded and we didn't have any electricity? Then what would you bring? That I feel uh, like that adds a whole new uh, that adds a whole new element to this. It does. I think yeah. we're taking it too literally. Yeah. But <laughs> well, you have to you have to kind of think outside the box. Yeah. Well, how do we want it? Do we want to do first? We'll do what real real desert island like. We'll do our desert island make believe thing. Okay. I mean, it's all make believe, of course, because yeah. we're we're in. Queens, New York, but we have that or, and we, and then we could also do like a real intense, like castaway shit. Yeah. Maybe, like, maybe we're... let's start out fun and serious. Mm-hmm. Hmm, do we want to do that way? Yeah. You know, it always, uh, it always pissed me off in the, uh, and I love, you know, I love the Planet of the Apes series. Yes. And in the first Planet of the Apes, they, they are like frozen in time or they, they travel through time. 
Yeah. They're like go in those like chambers where they're like um, they're asleep, mm-hmm. right? And he w- and Charlton Heston wakes up, and um, and he's got a beard. He got a beard, but it's not. But he just has a beard, like he has, and it's a perfectly manicured beard. Oh, of course. But his hair hasn't grown, like his hair on his head. So all he has is just the beard, and I feel like the, this was. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous in so many ways because what they could have—they could have had him not have the beard at all. They right. could have just kept him clean shaven and been like, "Oh, he didn't grow hair because of this thing. Doesn't you don't grow hair?" That's true. They could have just done that, and that would have solved all of that. Instead, they made it weird, and then he has this not full beard that does—it just makes no sense. Right. That's definitely the most unrealistic part of that whole movie. It just—it that always bothered me. Yeah. Um, well, that's fair because I'm thinking if we're on a desert island, we're gonna have big well, beards big, and yeah, big hair bushy beards. And yeah, unless we have like knives and stuff to cut it, we, we gotta get creative. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's do our um, media content first. Mm-hmm. I want to discuss music first. Yeah. So I figured dr- uh, breaking it down. Usually, I feel like these things always have a number amount. So I was thinking three. Three would be good. Three Th- albums that you could bring with you. Ooh, three albums. Now we're talking. Th- so three records. Three records. Right, because they're gonna be. Because you're not gonna have your iPhone. Because then you could have everything. Yeah. Yeah. So only. I'm getting really particular here. Yeah. I know. You it's, are. I know it's frustrating, but I, I really want to get this three right. albums, either vinyl or CD, or maybe you have an old school iPod that for some reason you only uploaded three albums onto. I like that. I All right. Like that makes the most sense. You have an yeah. If anything's an to make sense. Old school iPod. Yeah. There. That's the the, the first generation iPod <laughs> with three songs. No, uh, not three songs, but three albums. Oh, uh, three albums. Three, just three songs. Three songs would be a much more difficult. You'd podcast. have a shuffle. Yeah. Um, okay. Three albums. Um, wow. We could go back and forth if you'd like. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. Of course, my first would be Pet Sounds. Good Beach call. Boys have to, yeah, makes sense. Of course, and yeah, because that that just because of my, I feel like I every year I go back to that album at least one mm-hmm. point. I feel like that's that's a key thing. Is yeah. you have to, it has to be. It's not something you like listen to and then forget about for a while and then come back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that does happen. You get sick of things or you listen to something a lot and you want to move on to other stuff. But I feel like every so often I do go back to that one. So. It needs That's to be something first. that has like longevity in that kind of sense where yeah. you're going to be here a while. You're going to need to not get sick of it. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think it's a good choice. Yeah, I, I think so. So for my f- number one, I was thinking of my number one band, which is Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. And I was like running around. I was thinking, oh, maybe like physical physical graffiti like that's a really great album. That's a super heavy album. It has my favorite uh, song on there, Cashmere. Mm hmm. It's. I guess you could arguably say it's. It's when Zeppelin started doing more experimental stuff. Although I, I can also hear an argument for Houses of the Holy, which I made my number two possibility in this case. And I was thinking, yeah, physical physical graffiti. And then it hit me. Mm-hmm. They have a live album called The Song Remains the Same, mm. and that album is killer. It is incredible it is just it shows why and how led zeppelin is just so amazing and they take all these like they're great in the studio but when they do the stuff live it just you see them take things to another level yeah you have the 30 minute uh, dazed and confused version you have uh was it the rain song you have um no quarter is just killer 
so that would be my number one album that I would be bringing. The song remains the same, released in 1976. It is the live album for Led Zeppelin. The li- Okay, so 76. Yeah, I believe it was filmed at Madison Square Garden, and th- there's oh. a um, a DVD of it. But, oh. not, but that's not, that I'm not counting. I'm not counting yeah, the DVD. That goes, uh, that goes above and beyond. Yeah, but I'm I, just talking about the album. It's incredible. I f- definitely 100% recommend checking that out. And fun fact, Pet Sounds came out 10 years prior in 1966. Oh, that's fun. So how about that? How about that? Take that to the bank, folks. Yes. So number two. Number two. Number two. Number two would be, and this is in no order, I don't. I, I want to say. For, yeah, no, not no particular order of like... Yeah the best album that you're the, your favorite album, but just yeah. the albums, th- at least three albums that you know that you could listen to over for the rest of your life in this desert oasis thing that we're making up over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my number two would be rumors Fleetwood Mac mm. because I could That's listen to that album, album over and over again. That's okay. a good choice. And it has, there's so much variance in it too, mm-hmm. where that album for whatever, it just never gets old. Yeah. So yeah, that would be that would be my number number two. Although they do have some good live stuff as well. There is like an extended oh. version of it that does have the live stuff. But I'm gonna I'm gonna leave out all that fancy yeah. schmancy stuff and go with the original. Uh, and that's not even to say like going back to Pet Sounds like they you know they digitally remaster oh, you know sure. stuff. But in its most basic form, I guess is for these albums. Yeah. So yeah yeah rumors would, that's. Fleetwood Mac rumors would be number two. I'm struggling to figure out number three, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to you. Yeah, that was I was struggling for a little while for number three, mm-hmm. uh, but no rumors. That's a great that's a great choice. Also, they're with they're live. I think it's called like the dance. It was when they mm-hmm. got back together for that one concert. I want to say it was in 2003. Oh, okay, maybe I'm wrong. That's a great like if I just recommend checking that uh, performance out. That was really great. Yeah. Um, now, so, now they perform on Ellen without, um, without Lindsay, Lindsay Buckingham, Buckingham, and it's not great. very weird. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, my number two would be Pink Floyd's Animals. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Animals. Yeah, that is my favorite Pink Floyd album. Oh, Most wow. people go for Dark Side of the Moon or That's The Wall, and I understand. Dark like, Side's my favorite. Dark but Side. But also, I'm not. I don't. I don't know the catalog yeah. as extensively. Dark Side of the Moon, I would say, is a perfect album. Yeah. I really think that so. it is just, it's brilliant. The Wall is weird. You really mm-hmm. need to be in a, a mindset. I feel like it would be too bleak. We're going to have to, if we're in this desert island kind of thing, situation, we, we're going to try to have to stay positive. So I feel like that would be too much. That's, I'm, I've been leaving, because there's bleak albums that I love, mm-hmm. but I'm leaving them out for that reason. Because yeah. I'm like, I don't, this is not going to be good for me yeah. on a desert island <laughs> definitely and don't get me wrong animals is an angry album like it is it, it's it was written when they were i think or uh, what's his name roger waters was i think at his most just i don't know i don't even know how to describe it just angry mm-hmm. but the yeah. lyrics and the uh the instrumentation i think is just experimental enough that it's just it'll be interesting enough to keep to keep me coming back to it. And I do go back to it every so often just to listen to the whole album because it's just, it's so good. That's so, awesome. So yeah, uh, that is my favorite Pink Floyd album and I would bring that one to our Desert Island as well. Number two. Number two. Wow, so number three is a tough one because I've, I've been saying stuff that's, I have the 60s and 70s. I feel like I should bring something more current that mm-hmm. would, but I'm trying to think of what would be, because I'm thinking 
of of an album that is enjoyable enough mm-hmm. that like I could play over and over again and wouldn't get too sad. Right. You know. And it doesn't and that's not even so much like lyrical content because like there's there's sad music is probably everywhere. And but the way I guess it can still feel it can still be upbeat. Mm-hmm. You know, it can still be upbeat stuff. So, cuz my mind originally was going to the Beatles a white album. Okay. But I feel like this is too like I have the Beatles, Beach Boys and Fleetwood Mac that's super lame to have the, that <laughs> as the three. Yeah. It's um, all in one kind of yeah, general era. Um, and although they're they're different. They well, are Fleetwood Mac different. and Beach Boy is very different, I would yeah. say. And different eras too. They oh, really yeah. are. Um at least when they're like prominence or whatever. I'm wearing a, a Shins t shirt right now and I've listened to I mean, a lot of their albums over and over again. But to have it on a desert island, I just I don't know. And if, if it was going to be any one of them, it would be the album Shoots Too Narrow, okay, which came out in 2003. Oh, man, I don't... You know what? Let's, let's go to you. Okay. We're going to come back to me, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have this. All right. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So funny enough, I was also thinking something similar. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have something more contemporary. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about the band The Main Squeeze, mm-hmm. and they're my like current favorite contemporary band i just absolutely love them but when i came to like thinking about an album mm-hmm. there there's great songs on all of their s- albums but there's not one specific album that honestly stands out to me mm-hmm. so i'm like what what would work and then it hit me and i went holy shit of course that would be the album tears for fears songs from the big chair nice that is a perfect album not contemporary but not know, contemporary, no. but different, different decades. Yeah. I different guess decades. You, got, yeah. you got going on, but yeah, songs from the big chair from tears for fears is just an amazing album and they still, they're still killing it. So yeah, that is an album that I love listening to. I would be happy to listen to that as, as we waste away on our desert Island. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So no, that's, those are good choices. And I, and I could almost second that, but I would say, so I love Unknown Pleasures by Joy Division, but that's a, that's really bleak, and I don't know I don't know if that's a good one. I love Interpol. I love Turn on the Bright Lights is one of my favorites. I'm considering that one because I listen to it so much, but it's very dark. So I'm, I'm but you know what? It does have some upbeat stuff to it. So I was between that and I was actually thinking Weezer's Pinkerton, which is from '96, hmm. which is great. I'm actually you know what? I'm gonna zero in. Interpol, turn on the bright lights. Okay, Con- nice. That's contemporary, 2002, right after 9/11. Good, good album. All right, excellent. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I have that. Uh, I have the An- Animals album, so uh, that's a little dark, and you could have uh, a little darkness too. A little darkness never yeah. hurt anybody. No, definitely. I think not. that's a saying. Yeah. I don't know. That's All right. weird. All right, so let's that's move our on. that's our music. <laughs> that's so, our music. So let's recap. Yes. Okay, I got. Beach Boys. Yes. Pet Sounds. I've got Fleetwood Mac Rumors, and I've got Interpol, Turn on the Bright Lights. Nice. And I have Led Zeppelin's The Song Remains the Same live album, Pink Floyd Animals, and Tears for Fears Songs from the Big Chair. All on an iPod shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'd actually, now that I think, on an iPod shuffle, that would be be weird. 
It would keep things interesting, though. It would. I don't know how well that would work. It, they would. The albums wouldn't flow at all no. because they would jump around. It'd be so. It would be so weird. So yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We got to change things up. We got to make things spicy. We might be going crazy. Yeah, that's so. true. All, all right. right. Movies. Movies. So I was thinking, sticking with the number three. Yeah, I, I like this. Three, three is good. Three on three. Three wishes. Three, yeah, you know, I like it. Would you like me to begin this one? Yeah, why don't you start? All out. right. I would like to start out with my favorite movie, mm-hmm. Almost Famous. Yes. By Cameron Crowe. It's a good movie. That's yeah. a good Starring Kate Hudson, Billy Cruppid. 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 I like Billy. Cr- wait, Crumpid? I said Cruppid. I like Cruppid better, Cruppid. though. I think he should consider changing he should, it. He should think about that. Uh, yeah. Francis McDormand is in it. Yeah. Anna Paquin's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip, the the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, the best. Yeah. Um, and Zoe Deschanel, right? Yes, for Zoe like Deschanel. A, for like a second, right? I forgot about that. And Jason Lee. Jason Lee, yeah. He's yeah, big. he's one of the uh, the band members of Stillwater. Yeah, that's right. And if you guys aren't familiar with this movie, it's an amazing movie, and it's... I haven't seen it in so many years, but I want to rewatch what, it. What would you call it? It's not exactly autobiographical. It's not really even semi-autobiographical. It's basically, it's in... Up, um, it's like one of those... Um, it's kind of based on Cameron Crowe's life. Yeah. Where he, he went on the, the road and he was a um, like a journalist for a lot of like the music uh, magazines and stuff like that. And he interviewed, I believe, like Led Zeppelin and Bowie and all those those people so yeah it's the coming coming of age story also mark maron's in that movie too oh my god yeah mark yeah, maron is in he's, yeah. Got, he's got a little fart yeah hey, you always lock the start, gate lock the gate <laughs> yes so yeah i love that movie it's amazing there's that classic scene where they're singing the elton john song mm-hmm. um tiny dancer on the the bus as they're all kind of what would you say they're all kind of have had it mm-hmm. they're the the road is getting to them yeah and then they start singing the song, and it kind of it, it's one of those things where the music they realize the music is what it's all about. Sure, no, absolutely, yeah, uh, amazing movie. Oh yeah, I had need to rewatch it, and um, yeah, and and it's and we're going by movies that we can just watch over and over again because there's great mm-hmm. movies, but their rewatchability is questionable sometimes. Yes, yeah. um, I don't know how many times you could rewatch The Godfather over and over again. Yeah, it's it's tough, but the, but it's then again, movie. like some people, and I'm not going to say this one, but I know a lot of people like Goodfellas. Um, watch it, oh, yeah. I, and I like Goodfellas. Um, it's, it's not it's not my uh, on the top of my list mm-hmm. personally in terms of like rewatching over and over again. That's just that's just me. For me, well, I'm gonna start actually with, and it's, I feel like it's kind of in the same vein, same vein. Okay. Um, because it's in the same time period would be Dazed to Confused. Oh, that's we, a great movie. Yeah, because I and also I love um Richard Linklater. Yeah. I actually think he is one of the best. I, I would go and say he's like one of the best. He's in the top. At least for me, top top five directors around mm-hmm. now. I love. I really haven't disliked anything he's done that I've seen. But that. But Dazed and Confused has like so. It's something that like anytime it's on, I will always tune in. That's, oh yeah. That's why. That's how I go by it. Like if I see it, if I if I flip, I won't ever flip past it. Yeah. Because it's just a fun, funny, and heartfelt movie. Yeah, absolutely. You know? It's um, great. It's fantastic. So yeah. yeah all right. All right. All right. And it's got McConaughey. Best. <laughs> In arguably his best role. Oh yeah, I, I would agree with that. One of his best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, that's a good film. I was actually debating on picking that one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was that's a really good one. My next one 
is Young Frankenstein. Ah, great. And I could watch that all the time. The amazing Mel Brooks. Yeah. Gene Wilder. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's in that. Peter Boyle, Marty Feldman, Cloris Leachman, Terry Garr, Kenneth Mars, Madeline Kahn. Oh, the late, great Madeline Kahn. Well, that's the thing is Mel Brooks movies are perfect for Desert Island because their, their rewatchability is amazing. Like, yeah. You can always rewatch a Mel Brooks movie. Absolutely. I can. 100%. Anytime. Yeah. So Young Frankenstein. That was, an, that was an easy pick. Very easy. And I'm going to stay on the, the Mel train. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Spaceballs. Oh, and say, yes. Spaceballs will absolutely be coming with me <laughs> to the desert island, and I will be watching that over and it over again. We'll be in the desert as they comb the desert. Yes. Exa- oh, it's pr- oh, perfect. Perfect. Absolutely. Do you think we're taking this too literally? No, he said to comb the desert. We're combing the desert. <laughs> oh, so good. Classic. Yeah, no, that is, yeah, that, I mean, and that, uh, again, like, has amazing has an amazing cast. John Candy. Oh, my God. What the hell is her name? Voicing Dot Matrix. Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so good. And Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. <laughs> Don't forget about Bill Pullman. How, how do you forget about Bill Pullman? And Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Oh, yes. fantastic. Fantastic cast. Absolutely. So my number three mm. is The Princess Bride. Oh, that's good. That's a movie I can always watch, and I will always be happy to watch. uh, Directed by Rob Reiner, and that also starring some incredible people. Carrie Yolis? I never know how to pronounce it. Carrie Elwes. Elvis. I think think that's how you pronounce it. All right. Carrie Elwes. Robin Wright. Mandy Patinkin. Mm -hmm. uh, Christopher Guest. Andre the Giant. Yeah. Anybody want a peanut? (laughs) Uh, Billy Crystal. Wallace Shawn. Huh. It's so good. Fred and Fred Savage and Peter Falk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's perfect. It's such a good movie. Yeah. It's so quotable. Yeah. It's just amazing. So, so we we said we had movies from the ni- well, almost famous is two thousand, right? Yeah. But let's say nineties. So. It's a, that's like still I consider that still like the nineties because that still has the nineties. Uh, it's it's like right there. It's, All right. Still, it, it's still in that feel to it, if that makes sense. Sure. And then you have eighties. So uh, what I had, I had eighties and nineties. Yeah. I might have another nineties. Wait, eighties. With the oh yes, with Princess, Princess Bride, Bride and, and then Spaceballs. No, no, you had Spaceballs. I had... I'm saying I had Spaceballs. Oh, oh, oh. And I, you had... Oh, wait, you had Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. So that was 70s. You, you span all the decades. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. See, I'm, I have a couple in mind for three. And okay. I wanted to go more, more dark, dramatic oh. movies, but like something that I can rewatch. And to be honest, one of them is... An, it's another 90s one, but a movie that I absolutely love, American Beauty, oh. I think is a fantastic movie. Yeah, that's ninety nine. Okay, um, and that and that's funny too. And it, but it's a really dark and yeah fucked up movie. But also for no, and now more reasons because of uh, yeah. Mr. Spacey. Mm-hmm. We've got that as well. But I still love the movie because I'm gonna say if I take that back and go, if I say another one because I'm a huge Woody Allen fan, Woody Allen movie fan. <laughs> my track record's pretty terrible. I also love <laughs> Chinatown. I think is one of the best movies. Rome Polanski. Mm. So no matter what I say, I'm screwed. Um, <laughs> you know, if we want to go a different decade, I'll go, I'll go with, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go with completely different movie. I love seventies Al Pacino dog day afternoon. Oh, Boom. Sydney Lumet. 
Bam. Sid- I love Sydney Lumet. That's a classic. Yeah. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna amend that and go with Dog Day Afternoon, 1970s. I got 70s, 80s, and 90s. Excellent. Ooh, so I right. got my movies. Bam. We'll recap. So we have Almost Famous, Young Frankenstein, and The Princess Bride. And Ethan has. And I've got Dazed and Confused, Spaceballs, and The Great Dog Day Afternoon, which is absolutely a movie I rewatch over and over again because it's just so entertaining perfect yeah awesome that's movies for you folks movies so we have an endorsement we want to talk about today and uh we're not getting paid for this or anything but i was thinking there's some other podcasts that i listen to that have moments where they they talk about either like a sponsor or something like that like my brother my brother and me have the money zone keeping joe has joe's romance corner mm-hmm. which doesn't really talk about products or, or money or anything like that but, it's but a segment segment yeah so i was thinking we could do something called the Endorsement Dojo. The Endorsement Dojo. I like it. Yeah. They have like the zone, the corner, the dojo. Yeah. The Endorsement Dojo. And this is a product that uh, friends of ours created. And this should be an interesting um, product to plug because I don't want to make this episode explicit, but friends of ours created this amazing product. These guys are chemists and they use chemistry and voodoo magic to create this incredible new product called Happy Nuts. Happy Nuts is a revolutionary technology for your nuts. It's a deodorant for your package. It applies as a lotion and dries as a powder. Now let's face it, fellas. Sometimes we're not so fresh down there. Sometimes your boys just won't cooperate. Well, with Happy Nuts, say goodbye to all that. Say goodbye to chafing and discomfort. Say goodbye to awkward public readjustment and batwing. Yeah, you know what we're talking about. And definitely say goodbye to messy powders. With Happy Nuts, say hello to all-day sweat protection. Say hello to a fresh, manly scent. Say hello to all natural ingredients, including coconut and aloe vera. Say hello to an American-made product that keeps you and your boys comfortable all day. I was just with these guys in New Orleans, a truly swampy place, and with Happy Nuts, we felt amazing. We were zipping through the swampy bayou on an airboat, trudging through the debauchery that is Bourbon Street, all while feeling oh so fresh and clean, and all thanks to Happy Nuts. And let me just say that these are friends of ours, but we also love this product. We're not just saying it because they are our good friends. Oh yeah, definitely. These, This is incredible. I've used it before and you feel like a million bucks. Just today, I had, <laughs> today I was sitting in my car and I had a horrible case of, let's call it bat wing swamp ass all wrapped <laughs> into one kind of thing. Everything. Did it was go by. It, it was bad down there. It was very, it was bad, and I and the one thing that came to my mind, I was like, man, I wish I had some Happy Nuts right now. This would clear this all up. We highly recommend this. It is definitely innovative and something that, honestly, we could all use. So if you're tired of busting out messy powders when the summer comes along, get yourself some Happy Nuts. Check out their website at myhappynuts.com to find out more about Happy Nuts, and to order your first bottle, click Back Us on Kickstarter. It's just what you need to stay fresh on a hot day. And ladies, this is the perfect gift for your man. Happy nuts. Let your package be happy. Now we're on to TV. Ooh. TV, would you like to start this one off? Okay. TV series. It's funny. We're in like the golden age. So like everything is, good stuff. is like so recent. So it's, it's a really, it's actually tough because there is so much good tv that but it's all like it you know what it is it 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 feels so fresh Mm -hmm. right now does that make i feel like that's the difference between movies is because we're saying older stuff like a lot of tv is newer all right i am gonna start 
And arguably, you could say it lasts longer because there's more episodes. A lot more. Well, I got to say one of my favorite shows, and I've talked at length about this, is The Leftovers. So I'm going to go with The Leftovers okay. as, as one, of my, one of my picks. Interesting. Yeah. Also, uh, a darker yeah. pick, but very rewatchable. Is it one of those shows where each time you go back, you could like see something new or something that you maybe missed? Yeah, absolutely. That's always good. Absolutely. So for me, my first one is Doctor Who. Mm. I'm a big Doctor Who fan, specifically the the new Who, starting with Christopher Eccleston, and now who was also in the Leftovers. He was, yes. Mm. Yeah. So you, the thing is, though, Doctor Who, you have a lot of episodes because, and yeah. there's different casts. You, you, that's very wise. Oh like, yes. Like I could have been like Jeopardy, and then could have had like a whole <laughs> slew, or just learning stuff. That could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. No. So uh, Doctor Who, and but I don't know if I would want to. I guess maybe if I'm stuck on an island, might as well go back to the '60s. Try out some of those episodes too. Well, you, um, have, you have the option. I do. I've tried watching some of those earlier, like the first episode. Who boy, yeah. it's uh, some of those drag. It's rough. Uh, it's just a very different style of uh, of filmmaking, of mm-hmm. TV making uh, back in the '60s. But yeah, the at least the new Who starting, I believe it was either two thousand four or two thousand five with Christopher Christopher Eccleston. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're up to Jodie Whittaker, and I'm not a big fan. Not, a, not that I'm saying I'm not a big fan of her as a doctor. I think she's great. Are as you a doctor. saying you don't like women? Is that yes, what you're that's saying? What I'm saying? Okay. I think she's a great doctor. I really let it be known. I really like her. Yeah. I can like. There's a part of me that's like, oh, I see. I feel like I see what they're trying to do with her. I don't like the writing. I don't like the writing of the show. I don't like the episodes. I'm I'm like I'm waiting for something epic to happen and I feel like it's not there. Sure. I like her acting. Her acting is is incredible. It's really good. I'm excited for the next season to hopefully they they finally bring something out cuz I guess the first season is always a little rough. You're trying to get into this new doctor. The thing I'm thinking is that it feels like they're afraid to make her show emotion mm-hmm. and i get it like every single time like you they there's like the whole tropes like oh women are too emotional or whatever and i could understand like them being afraid to to maybe show that so they there it seems like they're trying to hold back a bit but the other doctors were emotional and like yeah, well, that's okay no, to show no, there's no i don't think there should be any shame in showing emotion mm-hmm. though yeah. no matter what your gender is yeah so um that's what i'm, I'm hoping to get to know her more I think she's an amazing actress. I love everything else that she's been in that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I just I hope the show the writing gets better. But that that we're going off on a tangent. I love Doctor Who. I love the show. That would be the first TV show that I would bring with me on this island. On this island, number one. Number one. My number two would be The Office, the American Office with ah. Steve Carell. Need some because that the rewatchability on that is. Amazing. Oh and yeah, I, I rewatch. I will watch that anytime it's on. That yeah, no, to that's this day. A, that's a really great show to just you could put on basically any episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you'd be good. You'd be set. You just yeah. sit there laughing. I guess that's the difference. When I said the leftovers, you really can't. I mean, I could because I've seen the show. Mm-hmm. I guess, but The Office more so. You could do that. It's more of you need to have some variance there though, because like with The Office, you could just like kick back and watch anything. Leftovers, you might have to pay attention a little more. Yeah. But depending on what mood I'm in, I'm I'm gonna be in this desert for a long time. Yeah. I'm gonna go through a lot of different moods. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's perfect though, because you know, it gives you some variety. Some variety, yeah. yes. 
Excellent. So my number two is The Wonder Years. Oh, perfect. Yep, The Wonder Years is a amazing show. Mm-hmm. Kevin Arnold and uh, and Winnie Cooper and Paul. The greatest couple. The Paul gr- Fifeman, I believe. Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Who um, was the inspiration for Millhouse. That's true. Simpsons. And Winnie Cooper and Kevin Arnold, one of the best TV couples ever. 100%, who yeah. Who doesn't make it. Yeah, they, they don't make it. They are... Spoilers. Yeah, if you haven't seen The Wonder Years yet, right. please. If it... But, it, it, it this the show ended in ninety nine, so no, get it ended on that. in ninety. Was it two? I think. Oh, oh it's it's a real, it's an then, oldie. Oh no, ninety. Wow, that's funny because I wasn't even. I read mm-hmm. what it said, and I didn't even say the correct thing. It says May twelfth, nineteen ninety three. Ninety three. Ah, the day after my fourth birthday. Oh. That was uh, tough. I watched it in real time and knew everything that was going on. Yeah, I followed it to a T. Uh, such a good show. Uh, it was a great show. And I liked that it end like, well, it, it's kind of, it was at the time though, it was like really people were annoyed. They were like, what? It yeah. ended on such a dad, like dad dies. Yeah, that that happened kind of fast. They abrupt. just kind of brushed over that real quick. Dad dies. It's a very abrupt who, by the way, I, I love, when I was a kid, I didn't, I, I liked him, but I didn't, I didn't appreciate how great he was oh, until yeah. rewatching it much later. How fucking funny he was. Oh my god, he's Dan Loria, yeah. like he some of the best Definitely. stuff from that guy. Yeah. Like, as a kid he was kind of scary, but like rewatching it as like an older person, it's he is it's just brilliantly funny. I love the the characters on that show are so well well written and well developed yeah. though. Like that's why I like that he wasn't just I mean he had that but he wasn't a one note character. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more to him and like I just it was such a well done show. And yeah, so that's a very good choice. Yeah, that's my number two. All right, so number three. This is tough. I I think, and again, this is still going. This is still going current because I like older shows. I like older sitcoms. There's things that I go back and rewatch, whatnot. I love, like a lot of people, I love Breaking Bad. Mm. And I think that might be. I think that's going to be what I go with. I would also say I love Better Call Saul, but the reason why I'm not going to choose that is the show hasn't ended yet. <laughs> right. And it has the potential. It has the potential to go downhill. I don't think it will, mm. or I hope it doesn't. But because of where we're at now, I'm going to say Breaking Bad. However, I think Better Call Saul is incredible, arguably even better than Breaking Bad because it, it even like corrects, or if you want to say, or make improves on certain things sure. from Breaking Bad. I don't want to say corrects them because that's ridiculous. Maybe improves on certain things. Yeah, no, definitely. But uh, Breaking Bad, show. yeah, I would go Breaking Bad. Oh, that's for awesome. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I and again, like I could pick up any episode anywhere because I know mm-hmm. it's going to be entertaining Yeah, no matter what. No, that's great. That's It's funny because I was thinking Breaking Bad for a while, but then I was like starting to think like, oh, I don't know if that would be too bleak. And then I was also struggling with like, Better Call Saul is also such a great show. Yeah. That I was then between two other shows. Yes. And it's funny that you mentioned one of them. So I will mention the other one. Mm -hmm. You mentioned The Office. So I will mention the other show that I was debating, which is Futurama. Ah, great. And that's a great show. I love, I like it better than The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like it's one of those shows that you could just put on any episode and you'll have a great time. Yeah. And yeah, I love it. It's good. I, I love The Simpsons and I, I like Futurama too. You could say Futurama's better because it it's more there's not as much of it. Yeah. So they kind of made it where like it, it it never and correct me if I'm wrong but it never like went downhill. 
Yeah, but there are so many. You think about like the amount of great cartoons, there, the great animated shows there have been. You know, you have South Park, you have mm-hmm. The Simpsons, Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> I love the show, which a lot of people don't know about, which short lived on HBO and they don't even have it anymore, is Life and Times of Tim, which was a oh, hilarious yeah. show. But that, I love it, but I would go through it so quickly. Yeah. That's the problem. I need, I need something with a little substance. Yeah. That, that, laugh, that was stuck around for a while. You know? Actually, speaking of which, yeah. after this is over, I think I may have one of the Life and Times of Tim CDs of yours. How in did my, that happen? In my, like, oh, my PlayStation 2. Really? I think so. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'll... Yeah. I wonder how that that must have happened. In one yeah. of our moves somewhere Maybe. Along, along the line, but super uh, weird. That's great. I don't it's even have a al- DVD player anymore. It's always one of those things where, like, I whenever I go into, it, I'm like, oh shit, I have to make sure I get this back to Ethan, and then I just completely forget. You can have. I mean, you have a DVD player, so <laughs> I don't even have one. I don't know what I could do with it. But we'll 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 talk more about that off yeah, air. Definitely. Yeah. So yes, let's recap. Yes. Uh, we have Doctor Who, The Wonder Years, and Futurama. Nice. And I have. The Leftovers, The Office, the American version, and Breaking Bad. Also the American version because there is a Spanish version, I believe. Or a really? Mexican version. Yeah. Walter Blanco. Oh. Yeah. All right. It's a real thing. I'm not kidding. That's interesting. Yeah. That was unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very cool. All right. So should we get into what happens if this is for reals? Yeah. Because now we don't have any technology. So we got to go... We got to go back, right? We got to go back to the Dark Ages. Yeah. We need, we need a um, candle. Are we talking about what we're gonna, what we would need to survive, or what we would need to entertain us? What we would need to entertain us. Ah. So that, but stuff that is not. So I'm thinking books, right? Because books you can bring. You don't need. You don't need anything. You don't need any technology to Ah. for that. Okay. So, all right. So all right. I am gonna, and this is this will be tough to lug, but I am gonna bring the entire Harry Potter series. Ah, because that is something to keep me. That's um, good. Entertained. I was uh, gonna say that as well. But yeah, I guess I'll just borrow yours. Well, it has. Um, you can reread them. I feel yeah. like. Well, it could, it could go to another books. I, you know what? I'll bring. Um, for entertainment, I'll bring the book, even though it's a great movie too, of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas by Hunter oh. S. Thompson. It's a very entertaining book okay. that I, I love. Um, very funny. So you got Harry Potter and Fear and Loathing. Or nice. I'll give you Harry Potter. I'll take. Oh, Fear. that's all right. You can have I'll Harry take, Potter. I'll take. You know what? I'll take. Uh, yeah, I'll take Fear and Loathing. Okay. Are we doing the three books again? Or yeah. Doing, why not? Let's oh, do let's, three. Let's three books. Okay. So yeah. all right. So I'm gonna. Well, then I can't take an entire series because that's. Too I much. think you could take a whole a whole series. A whole series. Yeah. And. And Hunter S. Thompson book, and what? So you're gonna also bring the Harry Potter series? Um, unless I mean, I guess in this universe, are we able to share content? I'll bring, I'll bring one through one through four. <laughs> <laughs> you bring? Uh, I don't know. Because um, if we could share, then I'll just move on to another series. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then I will take the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I was thinking that. That's that's good, and that and yeah. that's ones that I haven't actually gotten into. I although I've I read the first one mm-hmm. or the right the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is the yeah. first one and seen the movie. Other than so, we got those two. What else am I gonna bring? I'm not a big reader, honestly. 
but there's some there's some classics that I do love. It's just do I want to reread those again? Mm-hmm. That's the problem. When I think Harry Potter and I think like I, I reread Ability, you know, yeah. when I think Hunter S. Thompson, I think reread Ability because it's funny. It's fun. When I think Scarlet Letter, I think good book. Do I want to read that over and over again? Probably not. Right. How about The Crucible? That's also Pro- around that time. Probably not. Teach about no witch. <laughs> maybe a, you know maybe I'll bring a self help book. That oh. would be that would be good. How to build a house. Yeah. How to get water in the desert. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be good. Maybe. Well, what would I need? Because like there's certain things like why would I have this on a desert island? Uh, how to stay positive. Maybe something like that. Don't sweat the small stuff. Oh. I forget who wrote it, but I have that book. I know that there's a uh, a Kevin James comedy special called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Or maybe it is called Sweat the Small Stuff. Uh, Something I, about sweating and small stuff. Well, it's like a whole, that's a whole expression. So I bring that. Maybe I'll bring one of, you know, Tim Ferriss. He's like a... Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I th- he has a, a podcast, right? Yeah, he's got a podcast and he, but I've, I've actually followed him for years. He's got, he had that book, The 4-Hour Work Week. Mm. Which, again, why would I need that? I'm already stranded. We're already stranded. We don't need to work. I need to figure that out. So, yeah, actually, now that I come to think of it, none of his books really would be prevalent. But I think don't sweat the small stuff because I feel like I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah. And maybe that that would help. Or, actually, I have a self-help book called The Happiness Trap. Uh I bring that. Okay. That has, like, meditations and stuff. That's that's smart. I feel like that's important. Okay. I'm bringing that. It's by, oh, God, his name is Russ... Russ something. He's Australian. The Happiness Trap. That's okay, very cool. My uh, second book would be Good Omens by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. And you have the series that just Yeah, I'm starting to watch it right now on, on Amazon Prime. Yeah. I, I recommend it. So, mm. I've, so far, I've seen two episodes, and I enjoy it. All right. So you've got, you've got, we've got our books, and I feel like we're going to need need something else besides books. Mm. I don't know how some sort of cards like poker we're bringing, chips. We're a deck of cards. Deck of cards. We got a deck of cards. We got some poker chips. We maybe see. I'm thinking like crossword puzzles or Sudoku. Sudoku. Those will run out. Those would run out. So that's that's the problem. Or we could right. like redo them. Mm. <laughs> that might be might get a little crazy. But then again, we're gonna be like rereading, redoing a lot of stuff. That's true. So hmm. I guess all right. Cards though, cards Leg- are good because cards, cards good. like you can. There's lots of stuff you can do with cards. Yes. Yeah. What about Legos mm. or some sort of thing that you could build? Like you could build something up and then you take it apart and then you can rebuild it in a different way. Legos are good. Um, I don't know. But I don't. But again, we that might get old as well. We might like, get old. We might. We might we might build everything that would be possible to build. Ah. With a Lego set. Maybe. So a, we have to go up to the next level and erect your set. Yeah, or get the uh, just get a bunch of different like themed sets. Get the Star Wars one. Get the <laughs> the Harry Potter one to go along right. with the Harry Potter books. Maybe you know, here's an idea. There are I've I've seen them. I actually saw it once in the park. Mm. Apparently, lightsaber fighting is a real thing. Yeah, like it's like a it's like fencing or something like that. Yeah, I don't like that. So, oh, okay. I was gonna say we could bring lightsabers. We could bring lightsabers, and then we could like practice that so that it's one, it's a, something that takes up time. Two, maybe it keeps us like uh, like like a workout or something like that. And three, oh. if any animals come, try to come into our uh, our little island thing, we could mm-hmm. hi- hiya. That's a good point. We would need to Jedi. have something in terms like entertainment, in terms like exercise. Uh-huh. Bring a volleyball like Wilson from Castaway. There you go. So we could 
toss maybe that. Maybe we could bring a variety of balls and make each one into like a little person. Kind yeah. Of thing. And <laughs> yeah, get real weird with it. Wilson, Spalding. Yeah. Um, I don't know the other companies. Name them all by their company yeah. name. So we have books, we've got cards, we've got some Legos, and we've got um, different balls. <laughs> I feel like we've got a, a nice thing going. Yeah. We, don't, we don't need all these other things. Yeah, we don't need the, the comforts of life. Yeah, I think that'll, uh, I think that's good. Yeah, that I covers think, it all. I think that covers everything. Yeah, what would you folks bring on your desert island thing? Call in. Let us know. Yeah. We don't have a number posted anywhere. <laughs> no, no, we don't. So maybe a, just... Drop us a comment. Drop us a comment or send us an email at ponchosection at gmail.com. I wasn't sure for a second if there's a the, but I'm pretty sure it's... Wait. No, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we're just ponchosection Poncho at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. Please, let us know. I think uh, I think we're, uh, we're good. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace. Peace.